What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast, the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game, but not today, because no, we're not watching the Brighton game. We are going to be reviewing the Spurs game from a few days ago, shortly, but this is Saturday the 30th of December, and we are ticking off new non-league away day uh, grounds, aren't we? So we're going to Cray Valley Paper Mills, the Millers, to watch them play Sittingbourne. Ooh, the glamour, Peter. I mean, it's... Literally, just uh, yeah. What if we wanted to do? Because I t- when they were in playing Charlton in the FA Cup, I looked them up, and they're like three miles from my house. So uh, yeah, and you're supposed to go on to the the. I'm first, supposed to go to the first cup first game at Charlton, yeah. yeah. Where they I, got a creditable draw, yeah, and you weren't there. I was, yeah, I was ill, sadly, but uh, bastard. Or Fee was ill, I think, more pertinently, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't happen. But either way, I am excited to see the uh, tick off a new ground. And I've only been to like one or two games at eighth tier. So I went to Evesham last year, and I've been to you know. People are jealousy over the, over the country now, and I went to I've been to one or two others. But yeah, this is uh, this is what I, I go to football for. This this going to be my twenty third new ground of the season, which is ridiculous. Yeah. You've done less than that, but you have done all three European yeah. games. Not that I'm I jealous. Think year is the way you can fall rather than season. Calendar year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've um, done fewer than that, but I've, I've done yeah, I have done all three. Yeah, I've done some random European, some random uh, European ones, and a few like really classic non-league ones. Yeah. 179 for me overall and, and you're in the 160s one late 160s or 167 something like that so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm potentially if I'm not too hungover from the year I might even go to Erith and Belvedere on, uh, on New Year's Day <laughs> another bus ride from my home as well you know how to live <laughs> the jealousy is just like overriding on this table now now, Peter one, one ground that we've not been to oh, did you ever go to Feetums by the way I did you did yes so did I um, we've been to the we old Darlington ground but what we didn't do, I didn't ever go to the new Darlington no, ground as yeah. then. And they've moved on since. They're now sharing the rugby club. And potentially they might have a new ground in the future. And we have a man that would know about that. My old mate Andy, who's shaking his head, saying he's not going to come on. Andy, you are coming on the podcast. You've got to tell us a little bit, very briefly, succinctly. <laughs> talk, talk about Darlow. Well, we've got you on Darlington, past, present and future. In, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, well... Hopefully the future's brighter than it is at the moment because we're second bottom of the league. Um, but, uh, yeah, the ground bit has been uh, thrown in our side, shall we say. So we had uh, George Reynolds, bless his soul. Hashtag safe, <laughs> safe cracker. Um, is he in heaven or is he in hell? 
Anyway, moving on. He probably oh, cracked the safe to get into the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, he's probably trying to get his way upwards, but he's going the other way as far as most all our fans are concerned. Um, it's a bit yeah. arch equivalent for us, basically, kind of like. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're hopeful. I, I don't think the council's made any decision on the new grant, so we're still in the hands of the council. It's a similar story. Um, hopefully we won't make the same mistakes as last time, but we're a you know, community-run club now, so... This all sounds um, very familiar. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it, we, lot, we've had very similar sort of Yeah, lot, sort lots, of clubs, lots of clubs have been in the same position as, as we have, and you know, we'll continue to be in the same position as we are. But, um, yeah, I think, you know... Um, Can you see yourself uh, getting back, if you've got a ground that's sort of into being a league club again? Or is it like too far almost gone from such a long time ago? And you know, you look at you look at the um, the the Van uh, Ram and all Van Ram South, and you you see clubs that when I was growing up, yeah, okay, I'm an old kid, but when I was growing up, they you know you, they used to be league clubs. They used to be like Division Four clubs, Club Four League Two clubs. So trying to get out of that division and then get out of the conference is really hard now. And I know they've been moves to make like you know League One, League Two, like Championship One, Two. And, and the conference to actual league status and I don't see why that can't happen because there's it's always so going to be really good. hard though within the north and south because there's always going to be that two leagues into one thing so yeah, yeah. there's always going to be that promotion bottleneck that's like yeah. always going to be a problem yeah. I think I think the national league into the league should be three four promotion places no question yeah. Yeah. but even with four relegation places you still need to get two up two down from each division yeah. in the south and north and, and that's and, the problem yeah and then you know further down the pyramid you get like one I mean I was saying earlier on right about spending more well, I've always got a soft spot for them because you know they got over 100 points and didn't get promoted because yeah. that was a season we'd just been put down five leagues yeah. and we were flying so. and, it, and the insanity is like you've got, you've got like teams like Bishop Thoughtful in your league who are like travelling around the country but they're like literally the age of the Essex they're like kind of and they're travelling around they're, they're all their away games basically by being by being like localised technically yep. are all miles away I mean there's nothing near them I mean it's all well and good to save money on travel but only if you're not Bishop Stalford or somebody similar. or Gloucester or, or, or City oh, and yeah. Worthing this season in the National South yeah. there's a lot of teams right in the West and yeah, there's that's some not even seriously close. big but that's, not, but that's yeah. not even close compared to Bishop Stalford going up north no no but true that, true but the Darlington to, yeah, to yeah, both yeah yeah of course they do have to from what I understand they do have to agree to it like the clubs that say act like they're, they're definitely southern but country north and vice versa they have to agree to it it's not like the FA say you're definitely playing in this league they do kind of but what happens if they don't agree with it then it's like they don't get promoted then <laughs> so no that's have a fall check <laughs> Well, that will take a week then. It's like oh, all yeah. month. Oh, exactly. But I mean, joke aside, though, Darlow put the lines in the wrong place about the geography. <laughs> it's like, they what? use the VAR line, so I had a different club, club further north. The other one being in Wales. <laughs> How yeah, dare the diagonal line across the country will be like used. How dare you suggest that the VAR would get the lines in the wrong place? But no, no. I know we've no, no experience that at all, have we? Well, what we got you because we're going off to the uh, so the normal league game in a minute. You've got to go back to to the kids and all that stuff, but. Just before you go, we've got to get the, your opinions on Darlow. So, obviously, yeah, they're, they're a big club for for their situation, aren't they? They're in the relegation zone in the National League North, for anyone that doesn't know the situation. Uh, they are a bigger, far bigger club, I think, than that division to start with. Yeah. They're probably natural size, I would say, if you just look at fan base, is probably what? League Two? Yeah, I think, so. I, think, yeah I think so. I, you know, I think, and that's where we want to get to you. 
and you, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good faith with the team I think you know and maybe there's a lot of if there's any Jarlow fans out there they'll probably um, disagree with me maybe but um, we lost our way a little bit over last season or so um, I think we can get there I think we need the right manager you know George came in he tried to do a good job it wasn't the right situation for him um, we need to get um, people in there that are just committed to like getting us out yeah. of that league and that, that's saying it's, it's, it's hard right it's, it's, it's hard down there as I said before you know, you've got a good club down there so you just need to get the, the, the right players um, in who are committed to, to doing the job there's a lot of investment in that league as well because like South Shields for example have got a lot of money behind them and teams like that who yeah. are, mm. and they're not even in the playoffs so it's you know, it's it's a lot of money around that sort of. It's like, very competitive. It yeah. really is, there is at that level. There is, and you you saw with Fleetwood and and, and Forsyth and um, well, when they're throwing money, so no, you're going to say yes. Salford, aren't you? Now, and I'm then not, you can, no, I'm not giving, <laughs> I'm not giving them the airtime. But also, then you go up <laughs> the bottom four in the, in the national league are now. The, t- the four who went up last season, even yeah. though I saw Ebsley to Barnet this season, I go to Barnet occasionally now, I used to go quite a lot, and, I, and they look pretty good, and they're bottom four now, and they were like miles here on top of like that of National League South. Oh, they're battered, Worthing were really good last the, season, they got battered. National League North were by a mile of bottom and the four. Bottom, the bottom well, four, four are yeah. the promoted teams. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Mm. So yeah. It's, it's a very hard transition in a way, that is actually quite a difficult. It is, I mean, you, you, get, you get to the stage of conference, I mean, that's right, right. Um, bless the FA, they decided. I'm glad it's not just me called the conference still. No, they, 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 they put us down to the Northern Premier League. I think they thought there's some kind of, you know, nostalgic justice there because we founded the, Prem, the Northern Premier. Um, <laughs> nostalgic the, justice, that's but a yeah, it's, it's like that. re, re, ridiculous. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm speaking well from bias, but um, uh, you know, the first two or three seasons, you think it's great to watch your team win five yeah. nil every every week. It's not. Yeah, it really isn't. Mm. It's 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 not because you know you're just in the wrong yeah. division. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the, the first two seasons we were pretty much like that, mm. and we we moved up and we got to stage like where we're starting to play good clubs now, which is great and it's more competitive and fantastic. And um, as I say, I think you know now we we just lost our way, but I think we will get there. I think we just need the right manager and the right yeah. the right team behind it. The team, the previous team, did, did really well. They brought us to a stage where we need to be at. Now we just need to go a little bit further. Yeah. Um, it's 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 getting people in that no the non league arena. That's the key. We used to have a really good scout. We used to have really good feel good getters players. You need that. You can't just bring in anyone. We, we were we were talking earlier of a uh, a game at Gillingham, which is like one of my uh, favourite memories of uh, Gillingham, in terms of looking back on it as a sarcasm <laughs> again, Peter. Yeah, of uh, Marco Gabbiadini having a decent game against us and uh, Fat Palace reject. Peter Smith getting like a, a, a man in the match for an own goal as well. It was a uh, fun afternoon. I made my dad. I paid my dad to go out for that, and it was like to go to Gillingham, and it was not a. He was not happy afterwards. I don't think. I mean, as I said before, right, you know, about 20 minutes in and that match, I was saying uh, the guy next to me, he was like, this is going to be a nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> Which we were already quite happy with at that point. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> would have been. Um, but, um, yeah. It was, it's um, not that I was going out for the day with my mate, Andy, who's talking now, and uh, another mate of mine, Sarah, and her brother and the brother's friend. So four Darlington fans I was out with for that day. I, I was so delighted we lost 4-0 at home. It couldn't have been better. Which reminds me of the, I was saying earlier, the West Ham home game. Right the West Ham home game where we lost, away game, we lost 6-0. 
My mum's got a really good friend who we always go out with after the game. He's a West Ham fan. She was lovely after that game. And then we went to uh, Brick Lane Curry House. They were talking to West Ham fan outside. He was like, oh, you guys didn't deserve to lose 6-0. And we were like, no, no, we didn't. We deserved to lose about 10-0 because we were <laughs> absolutely dreadful and picked completely the wrong team. If we got minus one goals that day, we'd have been like lucky, to be honest. We were so dreadful. But this is and it. He was like, it no, was, no he, was so, no he was so lovely about it. It was like, but, and as for she, it's like, no, no, we were genuinely, we were lucky to lose 6-0. We, we were fucking awful. It's the worst yeah. I've seen. In a, it took, compared to levels, it's the worst I've seen. The worst I've seen us play, really. Yeah. We obviously played wor- had worse team play worse at lower levels, but for the level we were at, that, and we were actually top yeah, ten yeah, team yeah. that season. We embarrassed ourselves. That, that was like one of the, one of the worst performance ever well, for the level we were at. I think I'll say this. And it was th- awful. Th- this is just what I think generally. The lower down you get in the leagues, the more you get genuine football fans talking yeah. about football and they're prepared to admit they did brilliant they're prepared to admit they're rubbish and that's what and, and this is the only time I'm going to say it guys so you, you better feel it but for, for Brighton and that's they've brought that with them into the Premier League as well but we, we'll, we, will lose, we will lose it as we go along though I think there's more and more fans yeah. who do expect yeah, you to will. be Premier you League will. now and then if the we have a few more years up. having the top half there's more fans who expect to be top half and yeah. if we have a manager who's doing quite well but top half you'll get the curbish yeah, I mean, where they're like, where you're like, oh yeah, actually, well, why are we not pushing on further? Why are we not doing this? Oh, and, Peter, we've been, know, we've been in the... Um, more and more like, like, well, fans like us will get isolated, and my dad, and that sort of thing. And it would be more fans who expect to be in the league, at least. We go back a long way, Andy, but, but we've been in the Amex now for 12 years. There's fan, there's a there's a, the generation of people who only know yeah. the Amex. And the Amex has been aspirational campaigns in the Championship and or Yeah, when one slight relegation yeah. threatened one yeah. year... And it, then one Premier, Premier it League. It will change. Other than that, yeah, it will change. The, 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 even even now, they can see the kind of online the kind of comments about people put about, oh, we should be doing this, should be doing that. It's like, well, yeah, we shouldn't be beating these teams. We're like literally bright when in Premier League. It's amazing. However, it's, having it's said like, all that, well, it's like Moyes with West Ham. Right? We say yeah, that yeah. Before, yeah. Right? yeah. What what I think is, you know, we we, we were contemporaries. And you were getting the better of us, to be honest, in some of those games. I think we were probably about even overall, weren't we? In, the, in those, those years that when we were going to... No, we got the better of you. When we were in League 2, <laughs> I think Darla were pretty much above us most years. They were, they? yeah. Gabby so Dini we was the difference, in fact. He was well, a good player for that level. There's no conspiracy theory there, which we're all going to... But my point is, I'm, I'm not saying you get the Premier League going to Europe necessarily, but the, the world's your oyster, potentially, isn't it? 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so... There's always every chance, isn't there, that you could turn it around and get back in the longer term. You've got to try and avoid relegation this year. Yeah. As we were discussing that's, off air, that's unlikely this season with the squad. And, that's that's yeah. got to be the, the But key. Longer, longer term, they, though. They, they, they brought in loads of players that didn't work. They've got to get back to basics. I know yeah. it sounds weird, but it's just like... It's not rocket science. And it's difficult when you've got like that turnover every year and that sort of thing. Cause They've got some really good players. I mean... You know, let's say like when last year I saw them, and I thought this is they've got the the, the makings here, but then of course you lose players to to the better clubs. So yeah. not that especially if you're like top all. seven and you don't go up as well, yeah. so and, you then get attracted. Other players get yeah. attracted on the teams. So. I don't blame players. They've got to go. They've got to, they've got to earn the wages elsewhere. I I get that, um, but yeah, we we just need to get someone who understands. Yeah, they're, the they're not like Casado who gets like. 70 grand a week with us anyway and should have never gone to Chelsea yeah. but yeah. they're like they're players who actually have to earn a living and, yeah. and want to actually do a living yeah. yeah you have to get a, pro- a policy and a focus and a project and get everyone on board and, and make it about the camaraderie and the local spirit and all the, all the rest of it don't it yeah but the one thing I say 
genuinely, I mean, I remember talking to Jake Knight yeah. after the Brighton match and they said, what do you think community run clubs? And he said, they don't work. And I'd like to think he's wrong. I'd like to think he's wrong as I'd, well. I'd say they do Certainly work. on a certain level, yeah, they, should they be do, wrong. Uh, you're not going to win the Premier yeah, League with it. What, but what, what he was saying is, sooner or later you've got to get down to money. But at our level, I genuinely think the, the people in Darlington, the people back home, they... They, they work hard to make the club work and I think they do work if you can if you can get um, you know everybody behind it but that is the problem you need to get everybody behind it yeah it's got to be run well enough I mean up to a point it's right Portsmouth had that yeah. Wimbledon have had that loads of other clubs have had that and it, it can work well mm-hmm. but it's getting all the right component parts yeah. working in line well enough hasn't it and as, as you said you're not going to win the Premier League doing that but you can go through some stages through some levels yeah. doing that can't you and that's, that's where we're at but I really wish Darlow the best of luck I know you've, you've been through the wars oh my god have you been through the wars um, but you know there is there is light at the end of the tunnel I'm sure and in the meantime my hometown team is now ahead of you guys I'm just saying Hi. <laughs> you've been mocking out the Albion and now here we go yeah but no. I mean, when, you, when you go to watch a match with Dol or Lewis and we lose and not beat them 5 0, then. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we know pain, don't we, Andy? We know pain. We've been there. With, we're of that generation. And shorts may it continue in, in Darlow's terms. Absolutely. And long may it continue in Palace's terms, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's yet to come. Anyway, we've got to break off because, speaking of non-league football, we're going to the Cray Valley Paper Mills versus Sitting Dawn. Sitting, sitting Dawn. Dawn. Sitting Dawn. Who's this? It's the dawn of a she? new sitting. Oh, I thought she was like some woman. It's like <laughs> sitting down. Sitting yeah. Dawn. She can't stand up. She's yeah. had too much to drink. Um, yeah, we're going to the big game today. So uh, so we, we better break off there. We've got to walk to the ground. And find our way jazz. there. Exactly, yeah. Wind our way there. Cheers. And Annie, thanks very much for joining us. It's a pleasure, sir. To have you with us. Thank you. Lovely. Yes, we're enjoying a fucking atmosphere of sorts here, aren't we, Peter? We're the away end. Cray Valley Paper Mills versus Sitting Bourne Town. Uh, Cray went 1 0 up with the most ridiculously shit goal I've ever seen in my life. Barring Newcastle against yes, us at the MX. City Ball came back to Leeds. Well, t- no. Cray had a play sent off. Yeah. Then City Ball came to Leeds 2 1. No, City went to 1 all. Cray, they went 2 1 up. And now yeah. City Ball's 2 all now. With, with a fucking amazing strike, by the way. Amazing goal. Really good equaliser. Second equaliser for them, 2-2. Here we are now on, what, about 55, 60 minutes in? 60, probably, yeah. About 60 minutes in. And Singbourne are making a lot of noise there, aren't they? Yeah, so it's a good game. I'm really loving it. It's like... Always entertaining so to see like, the, having, not having the pressure of game anyway, but also just it's a really actually quite entertaining game. And, uh, Pete, I do it. love two, two teams in stripes as well. So you've got Cray Valley in their traditional... Uh, green and black stripes with black shorts. Sitting board in their yellow and blue it's a bit stripes. Bit though. It's a bit like. And then do you play away? Come on, like, that's a bit insulting. Yellow and blue away shirt. That's also, a bit insulting. I think you want more of the yellow Peter. So we've got two people on the pod. I think you want the other Peter on the pod first. Well, let's get the other Peter on the pod. So the other Peter on the pod is our new friend Peter, who is uh, a Bristol City fan, a Bristol. Uh, resident through and through 
But your son, Peter, is a sitting-born substitute today. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. Is he going to get on? Harry. Uh, Harry, Harry Hope. What a yes, name. What a name. I don't think he will today. I think oh, the manager is going to... I really hope he scores the winner here. Yeah. I want him to come on and score the winner, but... I, I don't think he's going to get on. So. Bristol City have had a, uh, some good seasons recently. You've been stable and steady as a championship team. How do you see it going in the coming years? Can you get in the Premier League? Yes, yeah, definitely. I reckon Liam Manning, your new manager, up-and-coming, fresh, uh, free-thinking, interesting manager, I, th- I think he'd be the man for you. What do you think? He, he could be, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about your son, though. So, your son is Harry Hope, playing for Sittingbourne. Yeah. How far can he go in the game? He's got injuries and he's been out of form recently, but that, that's a temporary thing. How far can he go in the game? Do you reckon he could make it make his way? <laughs> Not now. I think he's missed it. Oh, come on. But Come on, Pete, surely. Hopefully he can keep himself fit for the next couple of years. So, uh, stay at this level. So. so, you've been mainly going around watching him in recent weeks and months, presumably. And you've been hearing these astonishing atmospheres at non-league grounds like today. Um, does it make up for any lack of a thing you know, when you're watching the big teams playing well when you're seeing your son's team even if he's not in the team does it does it fill you with joy having it, this kind of an atmosphere yes the, the atmosphere at non-league football is absolutely fantastic it's like a real life atmosphere and uh, it's um, it's more exciting if you ask me than than watching Premier League uh, going to a Premier League game. So. Absolutely, I can vouch for that. <laughs> no, but Pete, it's been brilliant chatting to you today. We we, we chatted to you uh, just when the first half was starting. Oh, hang on. A bus stop in Eltham. <laughs> this is a bit of a Brentford-related channel. Uh, but no, I mean, I think I think it's great. I think it's great that. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, nearly went three two up there. But this this is what it's all about. You you're following your your lad around here and there, and you're getting a different perspective on football than a lot of football fans will have. So anyone who's listening to this who doesn't normally follow non-league football. Yeah, you've got your teams you might support. But that aside, how would you advocate this? It's great, isn't it? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, great entertainment. It's, it's uh, great value for money because it's cheap, usually cheap to get into the ground. There's some good football played, great atmosphere, great fans. And it's a, a fantastic experience. And I'm all for footballers with alliterative names. So if Harry Hope ever gets anywhere in the game, I'm fully on board with that, I have to say. In the meantime, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Pete. It's been brilliant. I, I love chatting to new people I've not met before, uh, especially when it's a football environment. It's, it's always lovely to see. Yeah. This game is in the balance, by the way, 2-2 two, two at the moment. Anything happens. Yeah, so it's absolutely... It's like, it's like a Brian Spurs game. Yeah. <laughs> but flipping it... Yeah, any, any final words from you, from you Pete, before we sign off? 
Um, no, it's just been great to meet you guys and uh, share our appreciation of non-league football together. Absolutely. So. Here, here to that. Here, here to that. Uh, Pete, over to you for the final word from live at the game. Uh, any further thoughts on today or the Albion? I'm loving the game. Well, Albion we can talk about later on, but I'm loving the game. I love the pub into earlier. I just say, yeah, really great having. If you know, if an Albion fan listens to this, you don't do like non-league days out. You're missing something. You are. I mean, listen to this. Yeah. There's just so much. Setting bonds away fans. There's just so many options like going to away games or like going to random non league games, local to you, whatever. It's just like non league football is amazing. I love non league football. I love it as well. And it's so different Premier League as well. You can literally sit with a beer and stand with a beer on side of the ground, chill out, watch a random game and enjoy it. And it's like, it might be nil nil, it might be five ball. But yeah, just enjoy the game. It's, Get yeah. on board, boys. Yeah. And uh, if, you're, uh, if you don't get in on league, Peter, go to them. Peter, you are wearing gloves. I am. You are wearing gloves. That's a bit of a pussy. I'm a little uh, pussy bit chilly. That's a bit of a pussy scenario. Yeah, I am a little chilly, you know. Listen to this. I'm standing born. This is eighth tier football. I'm standing born. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Marvellous stuff. More on this when we get back to the pub we later. To, we need to go see it born at some point to go and see a home game. Absolutely. Definitely Absolutely. should be doing that. Definitely we train. We definitely should do that. Oh, yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. We should. It's been a pleasure coming here today. Really enjoyed it. Lovely people, lovely friendly staff yeah. here, here at uh, Cray Valley. Shouting to Pete, whose who's son's in the city born set up. Fantastic stuff. It's great. Yeah. It's been a great day. Marvellous. So, until our post-match pub review of the season, of oh, the calendar year, we'll sign out. Adios. Woo. Adios, amigos. Right, post-match. Cray Valley Paper Mill 2, sitting born down to... What a game, Peter. It was a, it was an intensely entertaining game. Some sort of punch up at one point, which ended up in a, a Cray Valley player getting sent off. So they were happy with the draw in the end. Um, yeah, it was an entertaining game. And we met a uh, yeah we met met Peter, who was a uh, the father of one of the sitting born players. So that was quite quite good. And it's like good laugh. We're hopefully going to do a trip to sitting born town at some point. Yeah, I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. I loved Peter, dad of a player. Oh, that, I love Peter. It's not a thing you said before in this podcast. Not that, Peter. <laughs> but joking aside, joking aside, um, what a great day out. It's lovely, yeah. wasn't it? And we found it a really good pub as well. If you're ever, I mean, I literally live like about three miles from here, so I should have come here earlier. But if you're ever in uh, in Elton, go to the well, the pub's name is the Rusty Bucket. Yeah, the Rusty Bucket, yeah. And that's not just a neutralism, that's actually a pub name. So yeah, come here. It's a really good pub. They've got some excellent choice. They've got like Cloud Water, Verdant, Sure Shot, Siren, Siren, uh, Verdant. They've got so many good brewers on their tap. It's like amazing. Yeah. Not that we are beer biased at all. Not at no. all. Not at Beerst. all. Not at Beerst. all. Beerst, yeah. Um great. <laughs> <laughs> what? Great day out, wasn't it? 
<laughs> Peter, <laughs> we've both got like slightly kind of overhanging cough, so don't worry. We're not dying if we kind of coughing. We're but we're not infected yet. We actually are just both got like coughs from a while ago, so it's all fine. Uh, yeah, it's a good day out. But yeah, should we should we move on to Albion stuff and uh, post match from? Uh, Yep, right. Top, crazy Tottenham. game on Thursday. What a game. Uh, let's talk about that. So, 2 0 at half time. Could have been 4 5 0. We had a goal to disallow. We had we hit the frame twice in the second half. They hit the frame twice. Well, they hit the frame once in the first half as well. They ended the first half and then the second half once as well. And then there's like two disallowed goals. All three seem quite clear disallowed. It's like quite right decisions. And, and yeah, we had two penalties, both of which were pretty obvious. And they had, they they forced a couple of saves from Steele. We said, we, I mean, their keeper basically kept him in in the first half. We were like three or four saves where, you know, they well back hit two before we went up. Pedro chipped over him. He, he looked like he was going in. He, he saved it. You know, we, yeah. So those who thought we shouldn't have been falling up at half time, we should have been. Yeah. Absolutely. And 4 um, 0 would have been the, the minimum, wouldn't it? Would have been. The minimal and my worry at half time was that they couldn't be any worse, and actually were actually worse until the last ten minutes. They were terrible, and then they woke up and we went to sleep. And one incident where Dunk slightly miscontrolled it, and yeah, Tottenham. The, the brilliant for this week is like Tottenham fans moaning on Twitter and on or X or it's called now and other things about like oh you know we this is all about Tottenham anti-Tottenham things. Like it was an incident of four 0 where. Yeah, if, if if it had been Romero, it had been terrible. Well, Romero got away well at Newcastle a few weeks ago, which was actually a lot worse than that. And also, if you look at... Rather than looking at the actual one clip of the screen, you look at the actual incident. Dunk stretched the ball a little bit. He got the ball. Then 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 Kulisesti came into the place and he got and he happened to be in the same thing. Which is why they didn't overturn the, overturn the yellow card. Because it, Kulisesti was not an issue once when Dunk went for the ball. But then suddenly he came into the clip when he got afterwards. Which is why... Shots of like scree- you know, s- s- shots of it aren't actually the right thing to do. They only need to actually have the, the whole incident in the protest, where VAR possibly sometimes goes wrong as well. And it's like, yeah, and then it's like, well, you were falling out of time. You're not going to come back, so why are you moaning? And also, you had every decision go, and then they're moaning about, oh, it all goes against Tottenham. It's like, well, I don't think Liverpool agree with that. I don't we agree with that? So you're not. Let's have a look right at last team. season, shall we? Yeah. Or Liverpool this season as well. Let's like have a look at the actual facts of games. Don't yeah, yeah you chip, get your chip on your shoulder, Tottenham fans. It's like yeah. Hmm. Well, and also you, we played no fullbacks. We had no fullbacks. They played or I didn't really have any at all. They played no centre backs despite having Eric Dyer who played for England centre back not that recently. So they are their injury problems are nowhere near ours as well. We've got nowhere near the money they've got, and yet we're still beating them comfortably. Yep, I've got no arguments with any of that at all. Um. I think it, it, it speaks for itself, doesn't it, really? The fact that we're even talking about it is just uh, ridiculous. Um, the game was absolutely mad, wasn't it? The actual game itself, yeah. Peter. Uh, talk us through that. So, we ended up winning 4-2. Where do I start? Uh, we could have been 6 or 7 and up at half-time. Yeah. We hit the frame twice. So we we had a goal disallowed. First goal, we could have been 2 up at that point anyway. Welbeck had two. One tight angle chance, so difficult. Second one should have scored, arguably gone the other way or whatever sort of thing. Vicari made a good save, but arguably should have. Probably, again, as always, that, that game showed why Welbeck is a really big asset, but also a, not the a greatest striker. Because mm. he was like really great all around, but a couple of chances came to him, he didn't take them. 
So it, it showed why he was a brilliant striker to have Premier League in a way. And that he's like, he's, he, you know, he held the ball up well. He was like experienced. He did really well. But also why he's not. He doesn't take the chances. Ferguson would have taken at least one of those chances, I reckon, probably. Yeah. But also probably at the moment, not at the, not at the hold-up play that Welbeck could have. So it's it's a matter of what, what you want in a way. Whether you so someone like Tottenham, I think Welbeck's better. Where someone like someone who sits back at like Burnley or something, I think well Ferguson better because we might get one chance and Ferguson would take it. Hmm. So even when he's not played that well, he's not played great since Newcastle really overall. He but he takes his chance when he gets doesn't get many, but he gets the odd chance he'll take it. Was well, but wouldn't necessarily do that. <laughs> but yeah, again, but first goal was fantastic bit of score from Pedro. I, I'm, every game I see him, I love him more and more. He's like brilliant. He's been such good value money already at 30 minutes, which sounds insane, but it's it's true. He, he he like just drifted across the area and no one could quite touch him and no one could like and he yeah and then Jack Incherwood smashed it into the top top of the net and it was yeah he's been. Of all the benefits of our injury crisis, there's two real ones that stand out to me. And one's Bonanasse, who's obviously improved loads in the last few months, and one's Hinshelwood. And they both like made a real case for being in a first-team squad and being like a real proper member of that squad. Not being like on the edge and like, oh, I have to use me if I have to. They're both proper members of that squad now. And they've both been a benefit, and Hinshelwood's been superb. And there was one guy in North Stand chat being asked about him, and like, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's never going to make a top flight. It's like, well... Where'd you get that from? It's like, well, after his like, first two appearances. You're yeah. like, Chris, like an 18-year-old at that How point. How do you assess that? Yeah. yeah. Crazy he's been stuff. Brilliant. It's crazy he's out of position. He's been out of position the whole time, barring that ridiculous game of Villa where he's put in position with Gilmore, neither of whom are like defensive midfielders. And he got overrun, which was obvious from the start because Deserby chose, I don't know why he chose that squad that day. But maybe if I'm thinking about Marseille, possibly, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, he... He's been brilliant since coming into the squad, and it's so, yeah. Having obviously met his dad a few times and chatted to him about like Worthing and stuff, and it's so great to have him have him in the squad. And he lo- he looks like he loves you know he loved he's loving this. He's like mm. he's made his debut this year in like Premier League debut. He's made his like first start for the album. He made a European debut. Maybe he started at Palace. You know, it's it means so much to him. He's like a he's like a proper like Brighton you know local and stuff. He's like yeah. And then, yeah, penalty. How bloody yeah, uh, Gillett missed that penalty or the linesman, it was like. And how it took oh. so long as well for VAR to work it out, I don't understand. It's like, and it, it should have been a red card as well. Welbeck yep. was trying to score. 100%. He was about to score from five yards out. All this fuss about Kudasevsky being fouled by Dunk later on, he should have been off. It's like, there's no question about my mind. He, he, he just chose to like there was no attempt to play the ball he just held his shirt the whole time yeah oh how is that not a red 100%, card 100% it's a red card it's a red card it's a sending off yeah why aren't we talking about that as a given yeah we're talking oh, about it as oh, a or the fact that Richarlison like kind of smashed um, Pedro in the face later on as well yeah and didn't get a red card either yeah, he but, got away with but it. perhaps got away when with we're it. talking about like the Spurs narrative is that like Dunk got away with it no both Kulisevsky and and Richarlison should be off by that point. There's no, it's no question about it. Richarlison in front of my stand swung his arm out in Pedro's face. It's like, yeah, you might, yeah, all right, you know, you can say like, oh, he's being a bit petulant or so, blah blah blah. It was a red card. Exactly. This is the, this is the point. In the end, he's a petulant shit, Ricard Richarlison. Mm. He's a dick. He's one of the most dick. like arsehole players in the whole Premier League. He's a dick. Yeah. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. 
all we can do is we can embrace that we can recognize it we can mention it and then we can we move beyond it and in the end we do move and we did it. so we scored obviously a penalty and then second half estepinian we're you know, fucking brilliant, goal, aren't you know. we? Peter, we're brilliant, goal. aren't we? Okay, dissect it, though, Peter. Dissect it in more detail. Well, really a Why are we really. brilliant? Why are we brilliant? I think I think it, a lot of it's down to the Zerbi. We were we were. Go on, elaborate. We were exceptional in a lot of ways before he came, but we didn't ever kind of have the finishing touch. The Zerbi is the, the, the if if as true, he's close to the Green New Deal. That would be better than any time he makes in January. He is, I love the guy. He is genuinely like a legend. I, I was never that big a fan of Potter. You, anyone who heard the podcast, him. I love him too, I, even I more than you, Peter. Yeah. I love him. Anyone who heard the podcast, when well, no, I was never a big fan of Potter. I was never like the major. You know, I was. I, yeah, I, that's I, fair. I didn't. You, you I wasn't that like point. pro sacking him or like that, but I wasn't ever that big a fan. Deserby, I just like, I just love. He's like genuinely like. The way like that Marseille goal, the what he did, like jumping in the crowd, that sort of thing. Oh. He's just a legend. He's he's turned this team. We've scored over a fucking hundred goals this year. Over a hundred goals in the, in this calendar year, which is that's insane. insane. Yeah, <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Isn't it? We consider how much we struggled. We, we attacked so well under Potter, but we we struggled to score goals a lot of the time. Yeah, we scored over a hundred goals in this year calendar year. So that's thirty-eight Premier League games probably is that maybe forty with an extra extra couple from the from the World Cup and then what like probably about like well, six European games and maybe about seven or eight cup games maybe ten even that is still over like 1.8 a game sort of thing goal wise we we are fantastic we yeah. are sublime we are amazing it's just irresistible it's like it's insane to watch and it's and to the point where I think a lot of neutrals do love watching us because it actually and even the fact that we don't we don't keep on sheet clean sheets is actually very interesting yeah. to watch. I mean, Andy, Andy, our, our mate we were chatting to earlier, Darlington fan, he did say, he did concede, oh, I love watching Brian. I love watching Brian. Even though I've got no, uh, whatever the word is, uh, foot in the game or whatever it is, um, he loves watching. There'll always be goals. Yeah. We've not had a nil nil draw in, in the league since, like, last October. Yeah. It's, yeah. Isn't that fantastic? What a team, what a fantastic time to be an Albion yeah, fan. Yeah, I mean, if you look back on this year, and I was like, kind of, it was, it was an interview with Welbeck on uh, Thursday saying about the achievements this year, and he was like, he wasn't like, kind of. Right. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just windshielding yeah. as you talk. He, yeah. he was, uh, he was talking about like, kind of, the, he was being like, obviously a player and like, talking about like stuff like blah, being like vague. But the, the key thing is to me is this time last year we were, what, 8th Premier League, 7th Premier League and a year later we've come 6th in the Premier League of course, 25th Air Cup which I have to give to Andy Bravery because I forgot about that bit Andy Bravery, we've then got into the Europa League come top of our group in, yeah, people say about the, the, the group wasn't a group of death or right, blah 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 it was a group that didn't have any sort of like Team at the bottom who was like terrible. That was the key for it, I think. Ayak Athens weren't a kind of like drop dead beat team. It wasn't like playing back a toppler like West Ham did or you know that sort of thing. We didn't have any sort of like yeah, not team who were never gonna do anything in the league. We could have come bottom even that group. And we came top 
having lost our first game and were two down at Marseille in our second game as well. And then also was eighth in the league as well, the, the, the halfway point. We're, it's literally insane. He's literally taken us to the point where I couldn't ever imagine. Because Glenn Murray was saying, like, kind of, a, I don't um, yeah, people were talking about Brighton couldn't even imagine this sort of thing. It wasn't even like, case of like this is our dream. It was never even our dream. It was not even close to our dream because this we never imagined this would happen. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I, I love Deserby. His passion, his... If he signs a new contract, it'd be like far bigger than any January he's telling him to make. He's like... He, is, he turns these players into better players. He is... He, I don't... I, I struggle to imagine a better coach would ever get. He is... <laughs> Genuinely a genius. I love the guy, and I, I just and his passion as well. It's like he he feels like one of us. He he genuinely is like it feels like when he celebrates a goal or gets an annoying decision, he's like it feels like one of us. It's like oh he gets a yellow card or he gets a red card, whatever. And what, what are you like with the penalties? With the penalties? Yeah, are you exactly looking away, Peter? Are you, you looking away? Less so now after <laughs> the Callister and Pedro, but still yeah a little bit. And it, Pedro. He feels like, yeah. And here we go. I've done the research, yeah. right? So we've scored eight out of ten with him in the league or comp- competitions since he's been involved. That's ten out of ten, including eight, friendlies. Eight, exactly including ten friendlies, it's just ten out of ten. Uh, we've been talking to our Watford acquaintance, and apparently he's only taken one penalty for Watford, and he scored it. Yeah. So that, for me, is eleven out of eleven. He's. Yeah, I, I, not I'm, bad, is it? Not bad. Pedro's thirty million is looking more and more every week like absolute bargain. To be honest, it's like the Brazilian international already as well. He's he, yeah. I mean, the fact that Deserbi, I don't like Deserbi saying, "Oh, he, I'm not sure he'll be here every week." I'm not that happy with Deserbi saying, "Like, I'm not sure he'll be here next season." But I understand where he's coming from because he's brilliant. My hope is that we haven't got anyone spectacular this season that will stand out to the point where Casado did. That we'll keep this team and we'll bring add a few players in. I mean, Estupinian came comes off the bench at half time. So he's the obvious one to leave. Scores a scintillating. He's the obvious one to leave, but he's been injured this season and that sort of thing. Yeah, but he, he scored what was essentially the winner today, uh, last night, last night, the third goal, which was in in essence the decider, wasn't it? Yeah. In a in a four two. Well, win. not decider. It was just like an insane goal. It's like. What a goal! What yeah. a, t- what a goal! It's like the side. It's just like he scored a goal that was absolutely insane. And the arrogance! I'm back! I'm back! The whole thing was. T- yeah. Oh, I loved it! I loved it! I mean, I, you- I've struggled to see a better left back in the Premier League. Estupinian is the business. He's the yeah. best. He's the best in the business. There's, there's, are they better? I don't. I don't no, see them. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, there's other people I can look and say that and be like, kind of like, oh, that's not true. But mm. with him, I don't think there is one. Yeah, there's certain players you could say it about. You can be a bit posturous and you could be. But with him, it's genuinely. But with him, I don't, he, he's I'm not that sure good. Who's better. I mean, City play a centre back and left back. Um, United play Shaw or whatever, you know. Arsenal play. Sacco on Zinchenko, the side. Zinchenko is like pretty ordinary. Yeah. yeah. Tottenham at Odogi is probably about the closest Tottenham. Tottenham Odogi could probably. He's been yeah. really good. He's probably the closest. Chelsea have like Shaw and. No, Chilwell, sorry, and. Uh, uh, whatever, but they were, he's never fit. And then, yeah, Newcastle have 
I don't, there's not a better left back in the Premier League I don't think than stupid end. he makes so much of a difference he's so yeah. so and he's the reason so that, good, even like, so say, good. Uh, Matoma's not been so good he's the reason because yeah, he offers absolutely. that he, he goes down the wing and Matoma can cut in because everyone's watching Estupinian it's like because it, that's why he because everyone's at the you, moment you need four or five players to defend those back, yeah, two when you've got Milner left back everyone can like double triple up on Matoma and not worry about Milner too much but when you've got you know also can I just say Milner fucking mental on Tuesday, on Thursday he was so he was insane so good so a, so a full back he's not been that great I think he has started off okay then drifted a bit and then it's been shit Whatever, what, I've no idea what he was playing on Thursday. Midfield drifting well, in now. Well, he was playing midfield. Yeah. That, but, that but helps. Exactly what part of midfield, though. Mid- central or wide or whatever he was playing. He was insane. He, so good. He was brilliant. So good. So good. Yeah. He was so good. And, yeah, we, we Deserby finds ways. He's like... These are the heady days, yeah. Peter. We're playing We're never going to get... Scale. Yeah, we're, we're never, never, never going to yeah. be like this again, are we? I don't know how long it will go on. It could go on for a year, two, might even summer, three, four might years, whatever it is. But he is, yeah, Deserby, is it all Deserby? It's all Deserby. He's literally like, I love the guy. He is genuinely like a legend. Genuinely like... Keep talking, Peter, keep uh, he, talking. Yeah. I could listen to this all he, day. He has turns into a team that is like, we just score goals for fun. It's amazing. And there are games I've gone to like, fucking hell, how are we playing this like this? <laughs> Tottenham is like, how the hell are we playing like this? It's like, I thought we were going to come here and struggle tonight against Tottenham and we're, we're like, all these injuries. Oh no, we're like, we smashed them. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely smashed them. It's like, I know they've got injuries as well, but, but, but they've got a bigger squad on paper and uh, more money and that sort of thing and less games. And this, are, is this is the beauty. This is the beauty. We've, we, we are inferior in, yeah. Uh, in, in resources to all of these teams Chelsea, yeah. West Ham Tottenham, Arsenal Man United Man City Liverpool Villa But we give it a go Everton we... you, could, you could list 7, 8, 9, 10 teams And also to be fair to Can I just on... say also we have to owe it a lot to Tony Bloom who MBE a, yeah, He's MBE. just been awarded MBE today We're talking on the Saturday 30th Yes But yeah Tony Bloom as well He is they're both legends and Paul Barthes with Ferris well done an amazing job they've all what we've done is incredible we've basically kind of picked up these players who are nothing and we basically picked up Casado when you know Man U couldn't be asked to do paperwork basically from what I heard it's five million pounds and they couldn't be asked to do paperwork and we've sold them 115 million pounds it's like wow I can, I can relate to that do, not doing the paperwork Peter. it's just insane it's like we, we've brought these players in and like I mean, we'd be better off if, we were, if it wasn't for injury as well. We'd be better off. It's like Enciso and we had lost to Tito. Enciso like literally insane at Wolves and then he got injured straight away afterwards. And... But when you look at the injuries we've had over the course of the season yeah. and it's an ongoing thing, eight, nine, ten, whatever you want to call it. Well, it seems like, all like we get like injury hit Spurs get like beaten at Brighton. It's like, well, no. Yeah, Arsenal hit Spurs and Man United hit Spurs and Man City hit Spurs. Oh, God, for fuck's sake. We, we, we've got as many injuries as anyone else. More. In yeah, fact, yeah. only Newcastle have had more injuries yeah. this season than us. At the moment, at the moment, we've got 10 injuries and dunk suspension, haven't we? Am I right? And also two or three players who can't start because they're... Yeah. They, they like literally just came out for injury or been out for like 18 months in Modder's case, that sort of thing, yeah. 
and yet no one mentions that. That top, those top reports were like injury hits first, get hit, beaten by a break. Like, well, what about us then? We, we were, have more injuries than they yeah. do. We have more injuries than any other team except Newcastle this season. Even I think and, even Newcastle and we're, I think even more Newcastle compared. Yeah, to it. probably is. And we're going further in the competition. Yeah, the most six teams more normally games than Spurs. Yeah, we've had a lot more injuries. It's like, but yeah, apparently that's like that's why they played too many games. Like, uh, Postecoglou oh. says, like, bollocks. Like, no, no, we've had Stop a lot it, more Peter. games. We've played like kind of, we've had a lot more injuries, and yet we beat you because because you basically like suck your whole team at a halfway line. So we're like, kind of, let's go over the top of them then. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get wound up if I answer this. It's all wound up. Like, <laughs> That's the like, point, though, isn't it? If we'd lost, it'd be wound up. We won. We beat them anyway. It's fine. But I I just find it irritating that the, the, the press like kind of like last year in the League Cup we played Arsenal and we beat them three one and the the press narrative was Arsenal changed like nine players. And we changed like eight or seven or eight or something like that. They didn't mention that. They played like Arsenal played their reserve team. But they didn't mention the fact we say changed seven or Wake eight. Wake up, press. Get the agenda. So, why are you not mentioning the fact that we changed seven or eight as well? Why, what's, We've what's, had the worst injury crisis bar yeah. Newcastle. And they've this got season. a lot more money than us. This season. We also made 100 million transfers and they made a, they, they lost 100 million transfers. So, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, why, why are you saying about them? We've basically made a lot of profit and also still doing this and that's the insane thing about this year we've done all the shit I was saying earlier and made £100 million in transfers Peter that's insane can you uh, it's it's literally like insanity that we have literally sold our best players lost a lot of players for injury and still progressed in Europe to the the last 16 got to 8th early which is like uh, will be our best second best finish ever and done it while selling our best players and having injury prices. I 100 percent agree it's with insanity. you. It's insanity. It's like, and it's all down. Well, it's, it's all down to Tony Bloom and to Zerbi as well, who is, I, I genuinely insanity. So, yeah, he will end up. And it's like Tottenham fans like mocking online saying, so like, oh, you know, are you joking? He would come to us. Like, no, no, he would go to City or or Madrid. He's too good for Tottenham. The guy is like so far above Levy that it's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Right, so so Peter, we're still in the pub. Who knew that was going to happen? Yeah, I thought we'd be gone by now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I thought it was home, actually. I cannot believe we're still in the pub, to be honest, yeah. Um, quick reflection on the year. So, this is our last podcast of 2023. We'll do a new one, a match day special at West Ham on the 2nd Stam. of Jan. Stan. 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 Uh, but for this year, this is the last one. So, reflections on the year. I mean, Enciso's goal. That's 100% the first thing we've got to talk about, isn't it? I mean, it's, there's been some insane... Uh, we've got over 100 goals this year. We've scored. We've got a lot of points. We've, we've done a lot of things. So, yeah. So, goals, goal of the year. I prefer Enciso's goal at Chelsea. Just because it was at Chelsea. And it was oh, yeah. Game of the year. There's so many. So, I there's honourable mentions for Arsenal away. Yeah. Obviously, brilliant day. City home, which is epic. Um, you know, kind of someone at Wolves away was quite brilliant, amazing as well. But I have to go for Marseille home because that was just like that moment in a way was just like incredible, and the celebration after as well was just incredible. 
that was so good, wasn't it? Yeah. That was so good. That but the so performance good. of the year, I think, probably Arsenal away. We won 3-0, it's like... Yeah. We've, we've genuinely been... I mean, I've, we've blown... If, if you're talking to this time last year, my, my, my equivalent of whatever I was this time last year, we've blown the kind of away, the kind of like imaginary, like kind of like levels we had for what I thought we could achieve. It's just insane. And, but I think in terms of the genuine game of the year, in terms of like quality, that Man City first half was insane. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, the first, second half just like dropped off a little bit because they're both teams a bit knackered. And we, had, we were like, well, actually, draws like guarantees us. And City were like, well, we've got to play Champions League fun in, like, in like a week and a half sort of thing. But it, the, that first half was, we didn't play like even close to our first team. And whatever it was, we had about eight players missing, about seven players missing. And we absolutely went in it. And they went in it. And it was like insane. Yeah. That game was incredible, that first half. I can't disagree with you on that one. And I, I agree with you. I think uh, our coverage on that was superb in terms of players. Recruitment. Ah, oh, what, what a game. What a scenario that was. Also, I'm going to say, I think we obviously, so short term, we lost Sado, McAllister, Sanchester, agree, and, and Pesci Cole, and Colwell. I think what we recovered and brought in for them will be longer term better. Maybe yep, not Casado, yep, yep. but certainly the other ones. I think you know we've got the options we've got. The signing we made, so you know, but Brogan I think will be one of the best goalkeepers in the world probably at some point. Yeah, yeah. He's already touched number one at this point, so he'll he'll get that kind of like level he deserves. Um, defensively, we've got some Van Hecker looks every bit as good as Colwell, if not better. I'd say. Yeah, agreed. I, I don't need any argument about that. Colwell struggled at Chelsea. Van Hecker is looking absolutely brilliant for us and has just signed a new longer term contract. He is he is superb. I yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Eagles come in and look really good as well. So both of them are as good at least if not better than Colwood, I would say, longer short term, if not longer term. Um midfield which we not replace Casado, but I think Baleba will do, but I think he'll take time because he's like literally nineteen and no games in like Europe. So he'll take time but he will do. Attacking wise We've got Pedro, we've got Grosh, we've got... So we've got a load of players with McAllister. I think it's insane that we've made a £100 profit in transfer or a 50 minute, whatever it was, and we've literally replaced these players seamlessly, and we're still, like, top top eight Premier League into the last 16 of Europe and had a horrendous injury list. Yeah, I, I, go, I go along with that, Peter. I think... Considering our injury list, it's been ridiculous all Even season. Even it would be a really successful season. But we've had ten, well. 10 off yeah. all season, haven't we? And we've seen the emergence of like Bonasse, of Hinchelwood, players like that who... And then we'll get pretty... You know, if you have a similar sort of thing, we'll have the next one, like Baker Bosti or uh, Duffer, Duffer, sorry, or someone like that. We'll have, you know, he... Deserby, that's that's from Deserby and Potter. He's happy to play his players. Potter had his reputation of like bringing through like young players, but he didn't really do it. To be honest. He didn't really actually bring them through. You know, Casado was kept back until we needed him desperately for injuries. That sort of thing. He wasn't like kind of actually doing it. Whereas Hinchelwood's been brought through. He brought played me a field. We had no injuries. That not many injuries. That's not sure this stage. It was like before he was even almost ready. Probably he's happy to play his players. Deserby is uh, yeah. I mean, Deserbi is the best manager by far we've ever had, and it's not even close. And 
I just hope we can keep hold of him this summer and get him the next summer as well. And yeah, if we get, I, I fully accept we might lose him in a year and a half. I really hope we keep him in the summer. Because I love their play. He's literally like one of us. He's, he, he's passionate like us. He's like, he, whereas like Potter and, and even Hewton, I loved Hewton, but he was like standing there like his arms crossed and blah, blah, blah. Potter, but the Serbia is literally like in the crowd, like celebrating or like dancing around. I literally could not love him more. He's a genuine legend. I and also I hope he goes to the right club he goes to when he goes as well, because if he doesn't, he might end up being like screwed Peter, over I don't think he's going anywhere soon, but I fucking love yeah. deserving. I hope he goes to the right place he does stay, because I think he's not Chelsea. For- Two or three years, he's staying. When he does go, don't go Chelsea because they will not appreciate him. Go to a club that will actually appreciate a man like him. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to stay two, three, maybe four years. I really hope so. And I love that for the fact that that is the case. I think I love it. I love the passion coming out of you talking about this. But I do think that. You know what I mean? I was like anti. I wasn't like anti. I was like 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 fully brought into Potter. But with Deserbi, I am literally, like, all in. Well, so am I. And Peter, we, we're quite a few beers in, aren't we? How many do we have? Seven, eight, eight points by now? One or two, you know. Something like that, something like that. And we love football, we love beer, we love good nights out, we love good nights in. It's been another good year of the podcast, well. It has, and let's get on to that subject. So we, to all you guys. We're coming to the end of the calendar year. Cheers to everyone who's listened to us. Thank you for listening. Thank God it's for you. Please do it. Please do it again. Talking to like ether of like talking shit. Can I just give a shout out to Wedge, to all the regular contributors? So, Corny, David, Charlie, Peter, whoever the hell that weirdo is. The other Peter, yes. Andy, the Dolo fan. Uh, We could talk about Andy's. Alan, Alan, Andy, Bravery, Andy, not Duncan. Andy Bass. Uh, Will Smith, not that one. <laughs> if you're listening, Will, you'll know that joke. Uh, Alison, Ahmed, um, uh, Julian, Nathan, everybody, loads and loads of other people have contributed. You're not a message to everyone, so you've been in a bit. Like a, Basically, a load of people have been fucking brilliant on this podcast, along with us. We've enjoyed we having you along. We, we love, love you all. all. Anyone I've forgotten, I love you as well, even though we've forgotten you. Uh, a special shout out to Rob Gilbert, who's a regular that listens in. Not Rob uh, Gilbert. Jack Albion, also known as Jack Albion Stevenson or Jack Stevenson. Not Hello Rob to Gilbert, you, Jack. No. Uh, to Rich, to Simon, and to Chris, the Tipple Brothers. Um, oh, Duke. To Duke, the dog. Your dog, to be fair, but uh, what the hell, whatever. Uh, to Andy, we just had on the podcast today, Andy Andy the Dolo fan, and to very, very, very many more besides. There's too many I, can, I can't remember. I can't remember. The point is, we've had a great time with loads and loads of people on. It's been great. We are four, four anniversary in uh, January. Exactly. Exactly. It's four years. Four years in just a week or two's time. Peter, happy anniversary. Merry Christmas, happy new year. Happy, happy pod year. <laughs> and, uh, and here's to many more, many more besides. Can we thank also the likes of Brian Horton, Mark Lawrenson, Guy Butters, Michelle Kuypers, Paul Barber, 
Uh, and whoever else Steve has Penny. been. See Penny. And many others have been had on besides. Bernie. We'll get Bernie. Bernie, yeah. And Duke the dog. Yeah. Duke the dog. Sydney. Sydney, the cat. Marmalade. Marmalade the cat, yeah, my cat. Oh my god, that cat's annoying. Anyway, many more besides. Many more besides. We will have many more to come. We've had many more in the past. That a threat? Absolutely it is, absolutely. But the point is, it's all about football. It's all about loving the moment, loving the day. We've had a good day, a non-league day, haven't we, today? Come and join us, guys. If you want to come and join us on non-league day, message us. I mean, today was being Cray Valley Paper Mills versus Sittingbourne Town. An exhilarating two-all draw. Actually, it was a really good game. It was, actually, yeah. yeah. But it's not about that. It's about whatever you if want you, it to you be. Wanna, if you're out and about on Monday, come and join me at Ever Belvedere. Join him. Join him, folks. In the meantime, let's just bid everybody a Merry Christmas, adios. a Happy New Year, and adios. And if you're listening to this around about New Year, which I think you probably will be, Happy New Year. 2023's not been too bad, and 2024 yeah. might be even better. Cheers. Cheers, Peter. Europa League champions. You'll never sing that. Oh, and so just to finalise things, uh, stand or fall, Peter? Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.